Welcome to Moneymaker, the podcast that gives you the tools to enrich your life in every sense of the word. I'm your host, Nelly Galan. Let's get started. So, you know, I'm Latina, so I grew up watching telenovelas. And telenovelas are the Latino version of, like, Disney, you know? There's a Prince Charming, and the girl is waiting for him to save her. And I I just feel like all of us in society feel like someone is going to save us. A man, a woman, a boss, our government, you know, people. And there's always somebody out there that we think... Do they see me? They're going to think I'm so great. They're going to do fix my life for me. And whether we realize it or not, it is a very, it's there. And I don't think it's just women, by the way. I think men also think that they're going to be saved by somebody or, you know, like bros or like, you know, my boss is going to like figure out that I'm a great person and they're going to make my career. Like somebody's always going to make you, you know, and it's very difficult to go through life and realize and really take responsibility for your own well-being, for your own economy, for your own happiness. But what happens, I find, and this is just, you know, this is me telling you what I think as someone that might be older than all of you, is that we get to, I get disappointed. I've gotten disappointed a lot in life. And I find that this is true of most of us, that you just, you know, whether it's in your personal life or in your business. So let's go go with business. Somebody early on, you know, you're you're young and you're attractive and or whatever, and they give you a break. And then you think that person's going to take me to the next place. And somehow that person uh, doesn't, you know, doesn't give you that raise or doesn't get you to the next level or whatever. Or you work for a corporation, you know, like, in, in my day, you know, I worked for HBO and all these brands, you know, Fox and HBO and ABC. Today, you might work for a tech company, you know, Google or Facebook or whatever. And you think, oh my God, this company is the holy grail. And you think that it's the most exciting thing to work there or Netflix. I guess Netflix is like that hot company. And then, you know, maybe something happens and they don't treat you right or they don't give you the Uh, the next job or you kind of think, well, they're not perfect, you know, oh, this company and, and, and you get disappointed. And I think that what happened to me is I realized over many situations where, you know, a lover, a friend, you know, a boss, a company, and even my country, a president, a congressperson, whatever, disappointed me. And I started realizing what's the common denominator in all of these situations? Me, right? I keep getting disappointed. Why do I think that these people are here to save me? Why can't I feel like I can save myself? And I think what it is, is that you just really think that, that, you know, you know, all of us were were like, is there a God out there? Is somebody, you know, is somebody going to help me figure this out? Because life is hard to figure out. And I just want you all to feel okay, that so often, you just don't know what's coming and you feel lost and you feel like, can somebody just show me the way? And it's hard to be patient and live through the uncomfortableness of uncertainty. And it happens at every period of your life. You know, when when you're young, you want to be older. You're like, oh my God, this is so, ugh, why am I so young? And then you you quickly go, oh no, I, I'm already 22. It's going fast from 15 to 22. It went really fast. And then at 22, you're like, I know because my son's going through it right now. I'm out of college and what am I going to do? What am I going to pick? Is it going to work out? 
And then when you're 29, you're going to go, oh my God, I'm, I'm almost 30. That's a huge marker. And have I not figured it all out yet? Am I good? Oh my God, is this going to work out? And then I know as a woman in your 30s, you know, and some women get married and have kids earlier. But for me, I was in my 30s and at the, at the peak of my career. And I'm like, am I ever going to have a kid? You know, and all of these markers, but it doesn't get easier as you get older, then you go, oh no, am I still relevant? What am I going to do? So there are all these times where you almost desperately want someone to save you. And I say that I think that when you really grow up and when you really finally go into your path of greatness is when you kill Prince Charming. When you say to yourself, no one is here to save me. And you realize that boss that I didn't think saw me, you know, was going through a divorce and they were, they had their own problems at that moment. And I became less important. Um, you know, that person, that person that I went out with was having their, you know, their own issues of identity or whatever. And they kind of weren't there for me. And because we're all very selfish, we think we're the center of the universe and that everybody should cater to us. But in fact, if you're really just finally settle into a human experience, you realize that everybody else is going through their own stuff. And we intersect with people or with organizations or with countries or with states in ways where we think, why isn't that, why isn't the state taking care of me? Why isn't this person taking care? But in fact, all of those entities are going through stuff themselves. And so I think when I finally realized that I really had everything in me to not be a victim and to really be in charge and be the CEO of my own happiness, of my own love for myself, of my own ability to make money and ask for what I deserve. And I became Prince Charming for me. My life got better. And everything in my life just really blossomed. And I think that also to be kind to myself that it's okay if I fall back into feeling, oh, I feel that feeling again. You know, it's not, it's, it's something you have to work at. It's a practice to say, okay, I'm not going to put my eggs in all these people's baskets. Like they're superhuman and they're, they're, they're just normal people like me going through a lot of stuff. And when you remind yourself of that, and um, you know, we've gone through a pandemic, very painful and difficult for all of us, right? And all of us have not come out of, from it the same. Um, and yet what I remind myself of, because I, I go into like, oh, it's been such a bad couple of years. You know, it's been hard financially. I mean, we've all gone through it. I, I'm super financially set and I've gone through it. I've had, I've had buildings with people that never paid the rent. You know, thank God that I had saved money. Otherwise, I would have lost everything. I've had relationship problems. I went through a breakup through the pandemic. I mean, we've all gone through stuff. And you start feeling sorry for yourself. It's human. And you go back into that feeling. Can something, can a miracle show up? Can somebody show up? Can an opportunity show Something. Can something save me? As you know, I love talking about money. And I focus so much of my life in money because I feel like mission and money, money comes first. You got to resolve your money issues so you can be solid to walk through the world with all the other problems that come up that are out of your control. Money is quite a beautiful thing because math doesn't lie. And 
if you do all the right things, you will get good results. So for instance, I just told you I had a crisis with my buildings, right? But I did all the right things. I, I didn't live large. I, I had saved money. I didn't, I wasn't over mortgaged so that, you know, I'd feel like, oh my God, I can't, what am I going to do? So many people, when you don't do the right things and a crisis happens, you're screwed. So I would have lost my buildings if I hadn't done all the right things. But in that way, money is a beautiful Prince Charming because if you do everything right and if you live life in a very uh, mathematically good way, it actually does pay off. When you buy buildings and you hold them for 20 years, guess what? They make money. When you save money and you're compounding your interest, it kind of works out. When you don't live beyond your means and something horrible happens that's beyond your control, you're still okay. So Prince Charming in a weird way does relate back to money because you're not expecting the government, a job, or anyone else to save you. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you work a job, but you are thinking entrepreneurially about how you invest your money, or if you are saying, while I have this job, I'm going to go drive an Uber or a Lyft on the weekends just to put money away. When you think like that, again, that's not a victim mentality. That's someone who's taking charge of their happiness, their finances. You, you start, your DNA changes. You start growing into this person that is happier, that is self-reliant, and that really your, your, your self-esteem builds block by block. And it is about finding all of that goodness in yourself. So I had this boss that, you know, I started running a TV station for him. And I, I always say that the station was like his Burger King. He had so many different uh, businesses. I was like the little, you know, the little no big deal business for him. But he's the one that convinced me to go work for him and leave my very sexy job uh, being a reporter at CBS in Boston to come and run this little rinky-dinky Spanish TV station. And But I felt this incredible sense of mentorship from him, and I really looked up to him. Um, and I, I would, not so much that he would even say that he was my mentor. I always say this a lot. You think people are your mentors, but really all you have to do is hang out and listen and by osmosis, pick up what you learn from them. So I would hang out with him as much as I could just to hear him tell his stories. And I learned so much from him. And I felt that I was really invested in him. And I felt like he was really invested in me until one day, three years into me working for him, his lawyer came into my office and said, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be so happy. We sold the company and you're going to get a little bit of money and he's going to give you a car, a Mercedes Benz. And I just thought, what? He's selling the company? He didn't even tell me he was selling the company? And I'm like, I'm out of a job? And I just felt like, I felt like you would feel if somebody ghosted you. You're dating somebody and they ghost you. And they just are like, ah, I'm over you. That's how it felt. Like, oh my God, I, I guess I got this relationship all wrong. I am like nothing in this person's life. And I went to see him and I'm like, how could you do this to me? 
How could you, how could you not tell me that you were selling the company? Like maybe I wanted to go find somebody to buy it. And he almost like tisk tisk me like, oh yeah, like you really, at this point in your life, you really know somebody that could buy this company. And he was just so not nice. And I, I literally felt, and I know many of you relate. I mean, it's a boss and you feel like they're stabbing in your, you're stabbing you in the heart and that it's almost like a breakup. And I started to cry and I felt like such an idiot because I'm like, I can't believe you did it. And I felt like despondent, like, and then I felt stupid for doing that like you would with, a, with somebody you're dating. And he's like, young lady, go get your own chips. These are my chips. And I'm like, what a jerk. I can't believe it. And I like ran out of there. I go home. I go, I literally become catatonic. I'm in bed for like three days and in, and in my, in bed, I'm like, what a jerk. I can't believe it. How did I, how did I not see this? I mean, it sounds a lot like a relationship, doesn't it? And you know, that happens to us in at work. Nobody says that, but those same kind of feelings show up when a boss, you feel like they don't, they didn't see you. And after three or four days in bed, crying, like feeling like hating this person. I thought, maybe he's right. Maybe I need to go find my own chips. Maybe I need to go start my own business. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I just screw him. I'm going to take the money he's giving me. I'm going to sell this car and I'm going to go for it. And that was the best thing anybody could have ever given me. And sometimes you have to leave things or be left to get to the higher next place you need to go. And by putting all your eggs in that basket, you are basically, you're aligning with that person. And that person is like in control of your happiness and your success. And, your, and in fact, you need to do it for yourself. And it's in that feeling that, that comes up for all of us with a Prince Charming, whether it's a mate or a boss or what, what, that, that feeling that comes up that it's like, I will never let this happen to me again. And that's a very good thing when that comes up. I will never let this happen to me again because that feeling tells you where you need to go next. So I want to leave you with some thoughts about taking responsibility for your life, knowing that you really have what you have inside to do it. And the way you take baby steps and the way that it is easiest to uh, feel good about it is with your money, is in those little acts every day of saying, do I really need to buy this or do I need to put this in a, in a pot that I'm going to use for investment? It's in little ways every day of saying, even though I have a job, I'm not going to have an ego about this. I'm going to go drive an Uber and a Lyft and put that money into my dream of what I'm going to invest in, right? It's... That is the way that the results come the quickest. And in all these other ways of your life, you build that those building blocks that allow you to think that way in all the other parts in your, of your life, in your personal life, in your career life, in your business life, it all just kind of comes together and you feel how I feel, which I think the greatest, my favorite word for how I feel and I want you to feel is grounded. Grounded in your own ability to make yourself happy in every way. Moneymaker is a production of Money News Network. 
Moneymaker is written and hosted by me, Nelly Galan. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Thanks for listening. See you next time.